We popped the lid on the Tupperware and it's passed the sniff test. But it's still good. And now we're reheating it just for you. These are the best bits of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yes, look at this. It's time for another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast Best of Summer Series. And I've got to tell you about it, um, uh, we've had one week. It's been really fantastic. Um, we're still not back in earnest daily until next year. But, so we're giving you these episodes uh, of the best of. And I think <laughs> this week and future weeks, the best of is is literally just Matt kind embarrassing himself. I yeah, mean, I just looked at the first thing that we're looking at today and I was like, oh, again? Why do I? And the other thing I keep thinking about when I'm looking through all these things, I'm like, how are there so many? <laughs> Like how? And how are there so many that you've never told me before? <laughs> no. As well is the amazing thing, because um, yeah, and it does make me feel bad. It's like oh, I gotta be, you know, I gotta be bringing more of this, you know, huge embarrassing content. And I'm like, <laughs> well, it's not that I'm too embarrassed to tell them if I had them, but I just like you just don't. You're just not an idiot. <laughs> lo and behold, you're not a goddamn fool who does stupid things consistently for their entire life. But anyway, it's good stuff. Matt getting crabs and taking them to London. Um, we also, I, I did call you out. I, I did have a conspiracy about you at one point. And uh, we also get to hear the incredible time where Bron, I think, stepped a little bit outside her purview. Got a little big for her lederhosen, as it were. And uh, we're going to be <laughs> hearing producer Bron's best yodel. Later on, it is part of the best of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast Summer Series. Let's get into it, shall we? This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt, last week we did have a chat about what's your baby. Missy from Fremantle told us that she had a sourdough starter named Aragorn. She takes very good care of in the fridge there to make sure her loaf's are, uh, are nice and large, and it reminded me of your mate who was similarly attached to his sourdough starter. Mate, these things like these these sourdough mothers can can like live for years, decades. So people take them very seriously. My friend took his on a surfing trip, um, and it just reminded me of when I like. Maybe, what, are you, what do you carry it in? Is it an inner esky? It's no, it's in a um like one of those flour containers, you know, plastic flour containers, like right. one one kilo of flour. Does it need to be a certain um, temperature or something? But you can do it in like a plastic tub, a bucket. No, yeah, you do have to keep it in a good temperature. But it's like it, just, it's just fermented bacteria sort of that gets gets the ball rolling. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And then you scoop some of it out and then you replace it with more flour and right. a bit of water kind it's, of thing. So it just keeps feeding itself. Bread Viagra is what you're trying to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Um, <laughs> but anyways, but my it reminded me because I was like, because I was starting to think like, well, what have you taken on holiday? You mm. know, what what have you taken on a trip? What have that you, you just forced to travel with? Yeah, what have you been forced to travel with that is not normally in an like in a luggage? Yeah, and um, it just reminded me this time in uh, when I was thirteen, me and my sister we went to um, London, right. Just me and my sister. My sister's a fair bit older than me, so we we just went and uh, she was chaperoning you. Yeah, yeah. And dad stayed behind, but he's got a he's got he had a best mate in London, and he's like, oh, if you're gonna go see um, John, you better take him some crabs. I was like, what? (laughs) I'm 13 at the time. He's like, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I'll just pack it. So he packs it all up. And um, (laughs) if we if you don't know, Matt Matt's dad is is 
Quite the mud crab fisherman. <laughs> Quite the crabber. Yeah, yeah he, he loves crabs. And obviously, you know, it's not like in London they're, they're all out, you know, in the <laughs> There's no muddy crabs swamps in the canal, of, the canals yeah, of London. Bay just getting muddies. So he's like, oh, you better take some for John. So he, um, so he <laughs> packs me some, this big long like tube, this plastic canister of... Um, Crabs. I mean, was like this a, what? Like a poster. Yeah, it was exactly like a post pack, but it had two crabs in it and like some <laughs> ice and stuff for a 28 hour journey. And this is back in the day where, mind you, we flew Royal Brunei Airways. We stopped from, we went Brisbane, Darwin, stopped, then Darwin, Brunei, stopped. Then Brunei to Abu Dhabi stopped was, and then Abu Dhabi to London. This thing took like 35 hours was to it, get there. Was it carry-on? Like you were carrying crabs under your arm? Oh, I actually can't remember that, possibly. No, but either way, when we got <laughs> we off in to London, get X-rayed. me What's and my sister were crabs? like, you can't just, we can't just go like take crabs. They, they, they had been cooked. Dad had cooked them and packed them in ice and stuff. And... um. And then we get off the plane and we're like, what are, what are customs going to say about this? Yeah, like, well, I know just... coming in, that's a big no-no. I don't know what <laughs> well, London's deal is I mean, to we come got, one, come all. We got, we've got, <laughs> if we were coming in, we would have been stars of bloody border <laughs> security or whatever the show is. And, um, but yeah, but we got off and we're like, what are we, what's going to happen with this? And we're carrying the crabs and we just walk, walked up to London um, customs people and there are these guys standing there. And they're like, uh, got anything to declare? And then my sister goes, um, I've got crabs. And they go, ha ha, I bet you do. And then they just wa- waved us through. And we're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guys are having some time off to clear the backlog on their Netflix queue. So in the meantime, here are some of their best bits. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Matt O'Kind, you've been scouring our uh, Instagram, matt.ad.alex, and there's been some uh, great correspondence coming through. As always, we love hearing from you. Uh, Katrina at Cat Peddler said, uh, Dark days and rebranding history. You forgot new and improved shapes. What the oh. F was that? Bring back original nacho cheese. Yeah, shapes had an absolute bazza crocker behind the, the board of their, uh, of their rebranding, didn't they? What were they thinking? Actually, I remember running into someone and it's like, oh, I do marketing. He's like, oh, cool, where you work? He's like, oh, I've been doing Arnott's at the moment. I'm like, Hang on one second. What's and I grew grilled this poor person for a little while. They're like, oh, they kind of wanted, they kind of wanted more flavor, and so they put flavor on both sides of the shape, but they didn't realize people wanted the same flavor, but more. So they just it was a, it was oh, an absolute nah. man. No, what I mean is, who was telling them that they did wrong? Because the the original shapes are the best. No one yeah. was. I, I didn't hear anyone complain. Yeah. I never heard anyone complain. I, I did hear people saying a little bit cynical, like, oh, maybe they did this to. To then sell more originals when it went back to the original. You, oh, no you sell what does it person, taste like? And nah. then go, the original was better. So no. who knows what happened there? But um Look, um, Philip as well got in touch at Gangster Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> There's an underscore in between that. Um says my 2020 is summed up when I was at trade school and I was having a cigarette and a sandwich at Smoko, then took a bite of my cigarette instead of my sandwich. <laughs> Safe to say I eat food, then have a cigarette now. Oh, no. You would have been like, is there chilli on this sandwich? It is burning my tongue. That is 2020 in a nutshell, (laughs) indeed. Uh, Grant has already got, also gotten in touch with us on our topic, when have you found $20? What's your story? I was out fishing with my mate and I cast my bait and pilch it out and decided to sit down and have a beer, beer and a half, and it was time to reel my bait in, check if I've 
still there and um, there was a $20 note on my hook. <laughs> oh, no, there wasn't, Grant. What are you talking about? Literally pierced through You caught a lobster. Hook. You caught a lobster, <laughs> Grant. <laughs> Crisp red back on the hook. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. no. How, you tell me, Grant, how is that even possible? Uh, you're the psychic. <laughs> All right, thank get him you so off the much. Line. You've got to be our correspondent from now on. Uh, but we will catch you later on. Thank you so much for chatting to all day breakfast. Oh, Have a good day, lad. Yeah, you too. We've also got Bronte from Sydney. Hello, Bronte. Hello, how are you guys? Good, thank you, Bronte. Now uh, we had a case of mistaken identity uh, earlier oh. on in the week, and and you've had the same. This is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, do um, tell, do tell. <laughs> a few years ago, I was dating this guy and he had a brother who looked very similar to him. And one day I went over to their place uh, in the morning. I let myself in. I was going to surprise my boyfriend at the time, make breakfast with him. And I found him sleeping in his bed and I was to give him a kiss to wake him up. And when my face was, I don't know, five centimetres from his face... <laughs> Uh, he opened his eyes, and I remember thinking that his eyes looked a lot lighter than they normally were. They're like a dark brown, and they were quite light oh. hazel when they opened. And that's when I realised it was his brother, and <laughs> and I just got up and screamed and apologised. No, and ran down the hall. <laughs> wait a second! Didn't you know whose bedroom you were going into? I was, he was sleeping in his brother's bed. Like what? The brother no. was sleeping in my boyfriend's oh. bed. That's what I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I was at the right bed. He was in the wrong bed. Why oh, was he? No. Why was he? Where was he? Where was your boyfriend? He was playing computer games down the hall. He got up early. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness no. gracious me. And you know what? I try to forget about it, but it doesn't help when my ex calls me um, asking if I can tell the story to all our old high school mates on speakerphone on when he's on a night out. <laughs> oh, so you're not together anymore? <laughs> no, no, but we can laugh about it at least. Oh, that's good. That's good. Thank you very well, much if, for letting us know. If you and your boyfriend broke up, did you give a chance with the brother? <laughs> That, that's honestly the worst thing anyone said to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. Very sorry. Very sorry about that one. Uh, thank you very much, though, Bronte, for giving us a call. We'll catch you later. <laughs> you guys, bye. Thank you. Bye. bye. And we've also got Dean who's giving us a ring from Melbourne. G'day, Dean. G'day, boys. How are we? Good, thanks, Dean. And look, we were talking spontaneous limo stories uh, earlier on in the week because Alex and I both had our just little cheeky stretch limo um, yarns. What What about you? You've got a limo story. Yeah. So this one was uh, a lot of the people when I first told this story didn't believe it, but um, it was 2014. I was in uh, Fernie, a little small town in Canada doing a snow season. And I've stayed out all night the night before, um, or before one of the best days of the season. And uh, I've missed the one of two buses to get up to the mountain, which is the only way to get up to the top <sighs> oh, of the mountain. Oh, no. Day. I've got my things together, walked a couple of Ks to the, to the highway and tried to hitchhike for my first time. And uh, 15 minutes passed and I've had no luck and it started to look pretty grim. And then in the distance, I've seen this vehicle that almost looked like a mirage. And I've said to myself, like, no way is this car actually pulling over. Um, and like, sure enough, a long white Shep limo pulls up and a young Canadian snowboarder, like, winds down the windows, like, 
get in, bro. Let's go. We're hitting off the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, man. So, All of these stories are, are incredible. You, <laughs> I just don't yeah, believe like, any of this. Is this a stitcher? <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, well, so without hesitation, I jump in because I'm like, this is a dream. Let's keep, let's continue with this. Um, and uh, jump in. There's two other boys in the back, and uh, and they throw me a beer. So like, hair of the dog, and then <laughs> what? Keep, keep, keep in mind, keep in mind, this limo has like neon lights, like proper leather seating, decent sound system, like a supercharger sticking out of the bonnet, and a snowboard for a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I would not believe this, but dude has sent photos. It pics or a different hat didn't happen. He's gone with pics. And we can yeah, see in yeah. there, that looks like a ripping uh, limo there with like even one of the motors sticking out of the bonnet, like a real uh, so, drag racer there, Dean. Yeah, so, yeah. Dean, who are these dudes? Like, are they pros or what? No, I think they're I think they're just snow bums. Like they had bought this, they bought this limo like eight, like a couple of years before, and they just said that they did it up, pimped it out. And they just used it to get it uh, get up to the snow because it was just easy just to throw the snow snowboards back in, in, in the back of this like long stretch limo. And it literally is an off white limousine. Client liaison oh would be God. proud of you. You hit Through the slopes. No. <laughs> You've done it well, Dean. Thank you very much for uh, giving us a call. No worries, boys. Jeez, Matt O'Kind, you couldn't have got a better if we literally paid actors and came up with the material <laughs> for these people. This is incredible stuff. That's why we love you getting in touch with us. Please keep contacting us at matt.n.alex on Instagram. We love hearing from you. All day breakfast. It's a best bits breakfast buffet. What tasty treats shall we indulge in next? Maybe this one. Matt, you love a conspiracy theory. (laughs) I do. I truly do. And some I believe. (laughs) <laughs> um, I, although I heard a, I heard a cracker recently. Okay, so this was this was uh, someone told me very very like earnestly over dinner recently at our Q and on meeting. <laughs> they said um, <laughs> they said that uh, the recent the restaurants getting hit with COVID um, alerts, right? That uh, that it was all it was happening on purpose. That there was someone trying to bring down particular big Sydney restaurants. Oh, and so and he this person said to me, they said, I knew one was going to get hit last week. Right? Really? And then and now the news came out today that it's been you know no not today but when he was telling me this he was like and now it's just come out that he got hit and I heard this last week. Wow! And I'll tell you I'll tell you what the next one is going to be. Yeah. And I'm not going to say the name. No, nothing's happened. No, okay. Well, they're probably just waiting. <laughs> All those preachers who say the apocalypse is coming. That'd be the awkwardest moment where it's like, okay, it didn't happen this time, but I'm sure next time. Um, well, Donald Trump reckons there's a big conspiracy going on in the States with the Democrats and the lamestream media, as he likes to say on Twitter. Are we? Do you think we're the lamestream media? I don't know. It's all daily breakfast alternative media, alternative facts. I don't know. But uh, he's going on. The Democrats are rigging it. There's all sort of votes counting. Yeah. Why the Democrats decided not to rig the Senate elections, which are on the same ballots, uh, which they're not in charge of, and so we'll find it very difficult to pass legislation through the Senate. I, I, if I was in the meetings, I would have said also rig that as well. I mean, but they must have forgotten to rig a national, a, a whole national election. Do you know how difficult it is to organise that many people to? 
There's a lot of rigging. Fire, particularly <laughs> so rigging. Particularly given that, uh, yeah, the other counts seem to be fine. All the votes for him not rigged. The other one's rigged. But I actually got a bit of sympathy for Donald because I reckon I found a conspiracy yesterday. All right. Okay. I reckon I have one because this is Matt O'Kine being very, very upset with the attention I was getting about my new perm haircut. Hey, what up? Matt O'Kine here. You know, the one in the duo that uh, has naturally curly hair um, and none of y'all ever said anything about it, ever, not once, not a single compliment. But suddenly Alex the perm dog Daiso gets a single curl and they're all like, oh my God, you actually look really hot. Oh my God, it's Susie, shut up. Not a happy camper, old Matty boy there. He's had curls for a very long time and reckons that people were going a little bit hard on my new curls. Oh, it's bulldust, mate. It's They're going absolute gaga over this. You've got the loosest wave in your hair and suddenly they're like, oh, Daiso, you hottie. Well, plenty, Turn it up. plenty of people in the comments were liking it, which is why, Matt O'Kine, I find it very, very suspicious <laughs> that during... Our show meeting yesterday, we're all having a chat. Producer Bronze having a chat. She's telling us about what's on the show, the sweet guests that we've got coming up. And then suddenly there's a weird voice, okay, in the background going, oh, are you, are you Matt O'Kine? <laughs> and you're like, oh, hey, sorry. And me and Broder on the video screen going, what's I know, going well, on she here? she didn't see. What's, what's <laughs> Matt O'Kine? I love your show. And we're like, oh, here we go. Matt's got someone on the street. Then they go... Oh, and I think you're really cute as well. <laughs> How much did you pay that woman to say I, that I in the middle trying. of our meeting? I it's was a puppet. <laughs> it's a puppet from mate, the streets mate, to come in and she was boost about, your curl confidence. She was about 80 years old. <laughs> All right. So one, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Big fan of the show here. She was talking about Shortcuts to Glory, the cooking show. I was at the fruit shop. I was trying to buy some 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 food for some Sancho Bao. She recognized me. And yes, really? she, she said, Oh, you're very cute twice. Yes. So there you well, go. Very coincidentally, the day after you were having some confidence issues. So I reckon that was a plant. It's rigged. You're part of the ma- lamestream media, well, O'Kine, <laughs> and you're getting people to come you, on to make it seem like you're getting more I tell you curl what, love. I tell you what, she looked pretty rich. You know, like I was like, oh, you know, I'm very happy. We down there to get a little bit of sugar as well, mate. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of fructose <laughs> from the fruit and veg. Oh, well, no, you didn't see what happened literally minutes beforehand, so I had a real quick swim at the local pool before I got on our call, mm. and a lady recognised me there as well. Glistening and, um, with the pool water off your torso? And she said, she said, oh, I know you. You're on, you're on TV. And I said, <laughs> uh, sometimes. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that. And then she said, yeah, yeah, the project. And I went, no, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm out. I'm out. So anyway, then... My 80-year-old friend came up to me and said, oh, I love your cooking show. You're very cute. So at least she knew yeah. that I'm not Waleed. Well, I still think so that she was... So shout out to you, sugar mama. I think she was paid. I think she was paid. It was too convenient. 
While Matt spends some quality time with his 18-month-old daughter and Alex researches some new parasites on the internet, we're reliving some of their best bits. Now, Matt, very good news in Australia with COVID cases coming down. Europe going into winter not looking so crash hot. And a lot of that could be due to one particular incident. I mean, you're trying hard not to give it to anyone, but, you know, keeping it to your household is always good. What you don't want are super spreading events. And it seems like one has been blamed for a little bit in Switzerland. It used to be a good thing, didn't it? Being a super spreader. Certainly when it came to, you know, buttering toasts. I mean, you know, your, your I can't believe it's not butters suddenly making it very easy to spread. Now, you, you want the opposite. Fabio was the uh, can't believe it's not butter super spreader back in the day. Yeah. These days, you got to be concerned, and particularly if you're in Switzerland and you're heading to uh, the yodeling concert, which has been blamed for turning the Swiss region into a COVID hotspot. Now, a yodeling event in the rural Swiss canton region of Switzerland, people in the audience were asked to maintain social distance, but mask wearing was not required, and now the virus has spread through the Swiss region with 1,238 cases compared with just 500 mid-September. This yodeling concert is said to have seeded a lot of them. And look, when it comes to uh, expelling your globules, yodeling is right up there, Uh, Matt (laughs) O'Kine. They really do float off a good yodel. I mean, they are like... They are like a Hawaiian wave to, uh, you know, <laughs> Kelly Slater. They just surf along on your yodel. They take a massive surf, Matt O'Kine, because it started as a way for the Swiss, you know, farmers and shepherds to call each out to each other on other mountains. So forget your 1.5 metres distance. <laughs> this is your one point. <laughs> you try to get your gobbles 1.5 kilometres over to your mate on the other hill. <laughs> Whoa, wow. whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, everyone wow. just hold up for a second there. Everyone just take a step back because Bron, our producer, has just made a big, big call. Bron, what did you say? I hate when this happens. <laughs> <laughs> I just said yodeling doesn't really feel like much of a skill. Like I reckon anyone could give it a crack oh, and give it a, a decent God. go of it. Bron. Whoa. Okay. What is wrong with you? I know, <laughs> Do you want to cop the ire of the World Yodeling Federation? The WYF? I thought this was a safe mics off the space. I, I mean, <laughs> talk well, about the WYF, more like WTF. You're trying to get us into trouble. Um, you, if you're going to get through this... If, if you're going to escape the WYF defamation suit that is coming your way, Bron, I don't want to you know what you're going to have to do? You have <laughs> you to step up to the plate and prove <laughs> that anyone can yodel, all right? I really don't want to. Well, don't make big calls like this if you can't uh, put your uh, put up. your larynx where your, where your mouth yeah. is. <laughs> All right. Um, this is going to be this is going to be extra de- degree of difficulty through the mask as well here in the all day breakfast studio. Um, producer Bron, take it away. Your best yodel, please. Oh God, I really don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I take you know what? I take it back. No, Yodeling is hard. Too, I- once you've started no. an avalanche, there's no stopping it. Here it is. The girl that said yodeling was easy. Anyone could do it. Take it away, Bron. No. 
wait, I need to prepare. Let me just breathe. In your own time. Here we are. No, it's too much. I can't. <laughs> no, come on, do it. Just Ron. do it. And we, we can move can... on with the podcast, Yo's Bron. Yo's got a yo, bro. Yeah. Yo's got a yo. Yo's before bros, Bron. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, prepare myself. It's like when you're on top of a pier and you're trying to jump off and you can't. Okay. Mm. I'm just not going to do it. I can't do it. No, we'll avert our eyes and you okay, just well, no yodel one's in the looking. background. No one's looking, Bron. Right, we'll, we'll turn I our backs. I swear, I've got my face. Yodele, yodele, yodele. That was you not go. bad. There you go. Take that, World Yodeling Federation. Bron absolutely nailing her very first yodel. You talk the talk. You walk the walk. Congratulations, Bron. You've done it. Yeah, well done. Now, let's get on with this podcast. Please delete that. (laughs) Actually, like many other famous yodelers, Madokai, namely Walbutt Yodel Kid, um, the internet's got a hold of this and we're proud to announce... Bron, that uh, you're the very proud owner of your very own Yodel Trap remix. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Yeah, I mean, out of all the things that you've said, all the ways you've contributed, not just to this show, but in general, in the world, Mm. this was the only thing worthy of a Trap remix. So (laughs) you should feel pretty excited about that. So we love some new music here at All Day Breakfast. So uh, we present to you producer Bron's Yodel Trap remix. Let's get lit. Yodeling doesn't really feel like much of a skill. Like, I reckon anyone could give it a crack, 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 crack. Bron. Whoa. The girl that said yodeling was easy, anyone could do it. Take it away, Bron. I hate when this happens. Oh, my God, God, God. I hate when this happens. Give it a crack. Oh, my God, God, God. I really don't want to. <laughs> oh, my God, God, God. Wait, I need to prepare. I can't, I can't. Oh, my God, God, God. Give it a crack. Give, give, give it a crack. <laughs> Yo's got a yo, bro. Yo's got a yo. Yo's before bros, Bron. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Give it a crack. you yodele, lay, you lay, you lay. are closed, but we just opened up the pit with the dubstep remix. Producer Bron, your thoughts? What a track. It is a shame that the clubs are closed at the moment. That would go off. Oh, I, I, I would. No, nah, that is amazing stuff. I need a wet vac to clean up my face, which has melted off. Uh, would you bring your, your tune buckets to catch, catch the slop as it, <laughs> it is dribbles off incredible. your cranium? Incredible. I haven't fist bumped in months. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) These are the best bits of Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, clap producer Bron in. Incredible yodel stuff. It is the end of this uh, best of episode. Hope you are having a good one. Um, We should say, actually, one of the things that's really cracked me up over this last year is uh, seeing the way that you, you listening, have helped make this show what it is. And uh, there's someone out there, we don't even know who it is, but they started up the <laughs> an account called Rat Dog Memes. 
And it, honestly, the consistency, the yeah. quality. It's a high level. And the, the, the relevance, the, the, it's on point every single time. The turnaround, it's incredible. These memes are so great. So if you go back to uh, one where there's a, it's a video clip of uh, a mummy that they've found. <laughs> it's obviously a BBC or something documentary. They found a mummy and these are the first words. It's so funny. So please check out Rat Dog Memes. Yeah, very rev- relevant to the yodel you just heard. Uh, but that is good stuff. Thank you again for listening. And we'll be back with another Best of episode next week. And keep an ear out because when old man Christmas starts knocking at your door, you could also have a, uh, a couple of little uh, elves joining him as well. Couple of little helpers. Yeah, your boys Matt and Alex will be sliding down your chimney sh- stoop sweep thing uh, <laughs> on Christmas Day. And just saying g'day to you while you unwrap your presents. So keep an eye on your podcast feed if when, you're, when you've stuffed your belly. You're mm. absolutely... You know, overflowing at the bit from all the prawns or, or you know, roast mushrooms or it's, whatever you've eaten. Well, it's basically there. It's literally to save you from your family. Um, it's there to just put put your earbuds in. Come and help, hang out with Matt and Alex for Christmas because we've got the incredible special guest, Delta Goodrum, joining us. What? One of our favourite chats from the year. Uh, we're going to be chatting to her. She released a Christmas album, so I'm sure things will get a little bit festive when Matt, Alex and Delta sit around the Christmas table with you. Uh, Keep an ear out for that one and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.